This episode of Field to Fork was produced as part of the Seattle Good Business Network's Good Food Economy Program and supported by Eat Local First, home of the Washington Food and Farm Finder, Washington's source for local food. Find local farms, seafood, and more at eatlocalfirst.org. This is the Field to Fork podcast, where we take you on a deep dive into the local food economy of the Puget Sound region, from farming operations to fine dining and everywhere in between, going to the source to find out how food comes to be and gets to you, direct from the people making it happen. I'm your host, Keith Bacon, and with me is my new co-host, Becky Salengut. Hey, Becky. Hey, Keith. How's it going? (laughs) It's going great. (laughs) It's Eat Local Month, King County. And we've been talking about farmers markets. We've been talking about locally made things, farmers, restaurants. More farmers. All the good stuff. I mean, yeah, there's a lot to talk about when we're talking about eating local in King County. But there's something else that I really feel like I need to talk about right now. Oh, get it off your chest, Keith. It's ice cream, Becky. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you could share that with me. I can't stop thinking about ice cream. (laughs) Tell me more. I mean, it's August. It's like the time I feel like. I'm like a bear putting on my ice cream pounds, getting ready for a long winter or something. It's just like ice cream here, ice cream there. I want it. Yeah. I'm You're not just it. like a bear either. <laughs> I mean, I you just I, are yeah, a bear. I kind of am a bear. But yeah. Yeah. So ice cream is is a hot topic right now. And so as part of Eat Local Month, King County, I wanted to find someone to talk to you about ice cream. And we did. We talked to Hannah Lauren from Forget Me Not ice cream sandwiches. And she is a treasure. And here's our interview with her right now. (laughs) I'm Hannah Lauren. I'm the owner and operator of Forget-Me-Not Ice Cream Sandwiches. I make handcrafted ice cream sandwiches using as much local seasonal produce and other ingredients that I possibly can. And I sell them at several local farmers markets here in the Seattle area. Awesome. Um, Thanks for being on Field to Fork with us. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. (laughs) So how did you get started in the ice cream sandwich business? Oh, my goodness. So a couple years ago, I was working in the food industry. I trained in pastry and I was working in a hotel and just wanted to set out on my own. And I grew up with a grandmother who was a very talented baker and her signature thing that she always had in in her kitchen and her cookie jar was this molasses cookie that we just grew up baking with her and eating when we were visiting. And so with the permission of my family, I had this cookie. So I knew I wanted to have that and and honor that. And my partner, who is a chef, was like, well, you can't just have a business based on this one cookie. There are a lot of cookie mm-hmm. bakers. There are a lot of baker bakers out there. You need to find a niche and, and get in there with something. So one night we're out to dinner and we're sitting at this common table making small talk with these strangers over dinner. And somebody asked me um, when they found out that I was a pastry chef, they asked, you know, what my favorite thing to make was for dessert. And like in a panic, I was like ice cream, because it is true. (laughs) I love ice cream and I love making ice cream. And so then I just thought, 
oh, I have this cookie recipe and I love making there you these go. cookies. I love making ice cream. And oh, what do you know? Those two things go together. <laughs> it was like a Reese's peanut butter cup moment. Right? It was like yeah. a bitch chocolate peanut butter come around the corner and you're like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. Um, and so, yeah, so I take grandma's molasses cookies and after a little trial and error, I, I paired it with vanilla bean ice cream. I wanted to make maple ice cream happen with her cookies because she was from Vermont, but molasses cookies have an intense flavor all their own. And so vanilla worked best with that. (laughs) And so, and forget me nots were her favorite flower. And mm. so that's where the name of the business comes into play. And so thus the business was born. Is your grandma still with us? She is not. We we lost her back in 2004. Mm. The name is kind of sweet then to honor her. Yes. So all this is it's to honor her as a person and, and also honor her memory. Mm-hmm. And it's close to me. It's close to the rest of my family. So we started with this flavor and then certainly didn't want to start with a brick and mortar and that big expense and and that responsibility. I wanted to start with farmer's markets and what way to better honor that format than work local produce into the rest of the flavors. Mm -hmm. So we started with grandma's flavor and then branched out. I get to shop the farmer's market and then play with all that produce, different flavors all throughout the season. Yeah, I, well, I was curious about how your flavor and sandwich inspirations, like where where do those inspirations and ideas come from? Well, a lot of it is just from eating. So, so like just a couple of weeks ago, I had a strawberry basil sandwich, which is basil sugar cookies and strawberry ice cream. And that's from way back many years ago. I had a strawberry basil gelato from Tutabella and... And it was so good. And I just never forgot that. So I've made several iterations of desserts with that flavor combination. And so finally, I'm like, okay, ice cream sandwich, you're happening. And back in 2019, when I first introduced it, people were like, what are you doing? Like, what is this? (laughs) Like, why'd you put basil in your cookie? I'm like, well, um, because it's good. I think that's amazing. Like, (laughs) have you ever done like a sun gold tomato balsamic ice cream? Oh, no, but I did do a balsamic pear. Yes. Uh, And that I did last fall. That was my first iteration on that flavor. And it was good. But this year, I want to play with it some more. And thankfully, I have friends, proprietors of Gusto Blend to make balsamic vinegar. So (laughs) so that's part of the fun of working with other vendors is that they can give you kind of some suggestions on how to use their product. Yeah. Uh, I was curious about that process. Two of the sandwiches that Becky and I sampled, because I did manage to bring some home from okay. the Moist <laughs> Farmer's Market, keep them in my freezer until Becky got back in the town. And then, okay, here they are. The, the summer lovin' with blueberries from Our Family Farm in Skagit Valley. That's actually mm-hmm. a business called Our Family Farm, right? It's not your family farm. It's yes. Our family farm. And uh, the mmm mocha espresso from Two Sisters Coffee in Kirkland, which is a mom and yes. mom inspiration. So how do you find and source these local ingredients? So I really just walk around the farmer's market and talk to the other vendors. And of course, you sample. So I I love our family farm berries 
so much. They're they're gorgeous and delicious. And last year, the early strawberry season, you could smell their strawberries from across the farmer's market. Wow. Um, so I was like, well, clearly <laughs> I need to come to you and mm-hmm. buy your strawberries. And then throughout the season, I was just buying their berries left and right. What I loved about your, what was the first one you said? The Summer 11? Summer 11. Mm-hmm. I, is the sneaky rosemary that got it. Wasn't yeah. there rosemary? <laughs> So yes. I was eat, I was eating it and I didn't read the label at all and I was like oh, <laughs> the color is so delicious and then there's I could taste the lemon zest right there's lemon mm-hmm. zest in there I was like oh mm-hmm. lemons blueberries are perfect and I'm like what is this herbal note and I was like oh sneaky she got rosemary in there and it's good <laughs> that rosemary is Thank so you. delicious in that combo <laughs> yeah and that comes from like other desserts that I've had in different iterations I'm like oh like I can do that in a sandwich. And, you know, it takes some balancing to figure out, like back to the strawberry basil, that that took a lot of tests to get that balance right. And the same with the rosemary, because rosemary, it's strong. That is a strong herb. So getting that that level right while while letting the blueberries come come out. You totally you totally um, nailed that balance. It was it <laughs> was you. it was subtle enough, but I was able to recognize it, mm-hmm. but it didn't overpower. It was really, really well done. Thank you so much. Also, I would like to volunteer myself to join your taste testing scene. <laughs> yes. Workshop things or whatever. Yeah. I mean, it'll cost you in like lots of ice cream delivered to the house, but I'm willing to volunteer. <laughs> um, volunteer as tribute. <laughs> yes, I volunteer as tribute. Take me. Take me. <laughs> How important is it for you to use locally sourced ingredients? If you are making something with a berry that you can't get locally, will you just not make it? Or how does that play into your decision making and what sort of products you're um, putting out? Yeah, I, I won't make it. So, yeah, yeah. so I've had I've had a lot of people be like, oh, you should make mango or you should make this or you should make that. And if it doesn't grow here, I won't use it as like a main ingredient, mm-hmm. um, but like lemon zest you need it as a support but i won't ever make a mango ice cream or a coconut ice cream although i say that as i make a an espresso ice cream um <laughs> that being said we are in seattle <laughs> <laughs> crazy yeah um so there there are some caveats to that but i use a locally roasted espresso and i don't make a lot of chocolate ice cream but I use Theo's chocolate for that. And and they are very small batches so that it's not like I never do a huge run. Like you're never going to see like summer loving amounts of of a chocolate ice cream um, mm-hmm. sandwich. I love <laughs> summer loving amounts. That's, that's, that's awesome. My brain um, also went there. Are you going to be looking for a new chocolate source with Theo's oh, closing? I know. I know. Um, Rest in peace, Theos. Yeah. It's so new and so fresh. <laughs> it's yeah. like, it yeah. hurts. So I haven't thought too far because like, I really don't do that much chocolate ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mentioned you sell your ice cream sandwiches exclusively at farmer's markets in King County. What is your favorite thing about each farmer's market that you're at? So Crossroads Farmers Market was the first market that allowed me in back in 2019. Mm-hmm. So I've had the longest time to to grow to love them. So it makes it hard to pinpoint just one thing that's my favorite about them. But mm-hmm. it is the people. I mean, they've been with me since 2019. A lot of them have come almost every week since 2019. 
they are just the friendliest bunch. They have been with me since since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I will be forever grateful to them for that, for their loyalty and just for their support. I love them. And and their manager there as well. Like she's she's had my back since the beginning. And I, I can't thank her enough. And then Sammamish this year on Wednesday is new to me. So I'm still getting to know them, but they have a fantastic location. And a lot of my vendor friends are there. So mm-hmm. it's a nice market. It's comfortable and it's a good day. And Queen Anne on Thursdays, I love that they are the most traditional farmer's market that I'm in. It is food only. And they have food. Like that. <laughs> like, like they have some of the most awesome farmers and other like other like specialty food item vendors and then just the like the ready to eat food vendors. I haven't even mm-hmm. scratched the surface and it's just so fun to just go and eat there. And I'm I'm so happy that I have a friend that comes and helps me there so that I can go out and like actually feed myself there. So, <laughs> and it's it's delicious. And then on Fridays at Juanita Beach in Kirkland has one of the most beautiful locations at the Juanita Beach Park because you're like right on the lake. It's at a park. And again, that's another one. Like the neighborhood people that come are some of the most super friendly people. I have a lot of regulars there too that I get to see every week. And they're just, they're super nice. And then Des Moines, which you got to see, is another gorgeous location with another great community of of people and vendors. So it's just another, I mean, like, all farmers markets really have like that great community feel and Des Moines is just no exception. And it's just, it's on another gorgeous backdrop. I hope yeah. I like, got it no, all. You did. You got <laughs> in it all. There. Well, and I, I think it's so cool that you have these unique regulars at the different markets. This is the one that you go to for inspiration. And this is the one you go to to sell a ton of sandwiches <laughs> for, <laughs> for the pretty view. But it's always interesting to me to hear from a perspective of someone who's working at the market, like mm. what what do they love about it, and or the various places that we that they go to, and we're talking to you during Eat Local Month, King County, which includes mm. focusing on King County makers like you and farmers market like you, where you sell, and farmers like our family. What are they called? Mm. Our, our family, family farm. farm. Our family farm. And the only thing missing from your story so far mm-hmm. is a King County restaurant. If you could have your ice cream sandwiches at any restaurant, where would it be, and what would you make? Well, she met, she mentioned a partner work at working as a chef, so I'm gonna I'm gonna guess maybe oh, at their restaurant. Well, he actually maybe? he doesn't work for a restaurant. Oh, he works for an airline catering company. Um, so he On works for LSG Sky Chefs. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, so he is not a restaurant chef. He's mm. a catering chef guy. Uh, but actually, the place that I thought of, it's not a restaurant restaurant. It's an arcade. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm weird. So, of course, like my answer is going to be weird. <laughs> <laughs> but the the place that I could think of, I'm um, like not thinking of like somewhere where you can sit down and eat an ice cream sandwich. But I thought of 8-Bit Arcade in Renton because mm-hmm. uh, they have food. They serve beer and pizzas and they do have ice cream sundaes. But I was like. Wouldn't it be fun but to go in, play your pinball, and have an ice cream sandwich? And just yes. be like, woohoo. So I was like, of course, I couldn't be traditional. No, I love <laughs> okay, that. Okay. What, I got a question for you. What, yes. what <laughs> arcade game is perfect with the forget-me-not sandwich? 
Oh, now I'm trying to picture my grandmother playing an arcade game and yeah. it's not computing. What about maybe she's playing like that that Playboy <laughs> pinball machine? Or, uh, <laughs> that's a good I'm, the Black Knight. I'm actually I'm actually trying to picture her playing Miss Pac Man, and that oh. might oh. Um, that might I do it. I can picture her emoting to it, but I'm like, <laughs> it would be really funny. And this man would be perfect because you only need one hand to play and the other hand. You're okay, there nice we go. That, so. that would be adorable. <laughs> um, <laughs> or, or like in between bouts, you could just like take a little bite and then, all right, get back to button mashing because I am not a sophisticated arcade game player. I enjoy it, but I am not good at it. Well, um, maybe, there, maybe there can be like a device built for the arcade ice cream sandwich lover. <laughs> which is like a metal <laughs> stand where you mm. can play while eating bites of your ice cream. Yes. Exactly. Genius. Yeah. That could yeah. be exciting. Get or Shark Tank have, on the phone. Yeah, or just have a very supportive partner. It's like, oh, a sandwich for you. that's sweet. Oh, um, that is uh, the summer loving version. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Um, or you could but, each take one side of the pinball machine, one flipper. Oh, your oh man. That would be that's, a real testament so um, of true <laughs> To coordination um, <laughs> and to coordination. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to be dreaming about ice cream sandwiches at 8-Bit Arcade. And all, every arcade I get. There's a new one that just opened up on West Seattle and, on Alki that I'm going to check out. Because it's oh. summertime and it's oh. it's... Ice cream time, August, summer, they just go hand in hand. So we do this thing on every episode called Hot Takes, where we ask you to make a split decision between the two choices that are presented to you. And just for you, Hannah, we have created a very special all scream for ice cream edition of Hot Takes. And it's going to blow your mind. I think <laughs> Becky is laughing. No one can see how much she's laughing. Becky, do you want to do you want to run the hot takes? I would love to. And the, right. the Hannah, the trick with this is don't overthink it. Just just give your your gut response. Okay, yeah. I will try. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for hot takes special edition? All screen okay. for ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. ready. We're gonna start you off easy. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Fashion strawberry or Rainier cherry? A strawberry. Good answer. Also, if you would have said Rainier Cherry, I would have said good answer. Um, <laughs> chocolate chip cookie or oatmeal cookie? A chocolate chip. Oh, you are very confident with these answers. Mm-hmm. I, I <laughs> quickly and decisively. We have not stumped her. Is this backfiring on us? No, you have one. In, there's going to be a stumper. I, I know which one's the stumper. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm waiting for it. Okay, you ready? Okay. Baskin Robbins or Dairy Queen? Oh. Oh. Um, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen. Okay, I think this is the one. That, this is the well, one I think is going to be the stumper. Well, is this next? Let's one. talk. Let's talk about dairy. Like, why did you? That was one where you sort of th- thought about what is it about Dairy Queen? I think because I also like cheese curds. Oh, yeah. Baskin Robbins has cheese curds. <laughs> I do. No, no I Dairy really, Queen. To be honest, I don't really eat either of them regularly. So it's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, I didn't either. So clearly, I didn't even know no, where the cheese curds I came in. I didn't even know. I don't remember a time when I've ever been to Baskin Robbins. So, mm. and I only went started going to Dairy Queen when I moved over here because I didn't. Yeah, I only saw commercials when I lived on the East Coast, so I don't really know. <laughs> so enough. that one was that one may have been my stumper. <laughs> it's, it sounds better. Here's here's a hyper local choice for you. Okay. Question for you: Husky Deli, which is in West Seattle, or Molly Moon? Molly Moon. I've never been to Husky Deli. 
Oh, Husky you gotta come Dale. over. You gotta go to Husky Deli. It is. <laughs> it is like, oh man, there are so many choices, and there's just just these huge cardboard vats of ice cream as as far as the eye can see. It's oh. amazing. Old school. Old school. old school. Really old school. Okay. okay. Ben and Jerry's or Hagen Das? Ben and Jerry's. Oh, fast on that one. My grandparents are from Vermont. Like, that's a no contest. Oh, yes. That was a no-brainer. <laughs> okay, here's a hard one. Sorbet or soft serve? Soft serve. Oh, not hard for you. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Otter pop or snow cone? Otter pops. Okay, I'm going to add one here. Mm. Snow cone or shave ice? Oh, shaved ice. Yes, for sure. Snow cones are like. But yeah, but the ones with top. Can't compare. On it, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm a snow, snow cone good. person myself. <gasps> like I grew what? up eating snow oh. cones. And the place where I used to get them and occasionally sell them as a teenager was yeah. this place called the Sea Shop up in Bellingham or Birch Bay. Sorry, the Sea Shop <laughs> up in Birch Bay. And I did work there one summer. And uh, they have all the different flavors with the different pumps. Yeah. Watermelon, cherry, beer. <laughs> and what we would do with all of the containers when they got low, we would pour no, you, them no, all you, no. into one. Uh. That was called graveyard. No. <laughs> Anyone could buy a graveyard pump. And, I don't, and I don't, over no. the years, you'd go in and ask. People would ask us and when we were working there. And I go in and ask them, like, how's the graveyard this week? Like, oh, it's a little sweet. or No. <laughs> Oh my God. I, don't, I don't like to be the judgy bitch on this show, but no, I'm shaking my head no on that. That graveyard, no. Stop that when I get it. Is no. That, that's also, a, that's no. A very teenager situation. Also, um, Keith, have you had a lot of shit? Have you had a lot of shave ice in your life, Keith? I have. I I, I was born in Hawaii, so it, but oh, shave yeah, ice is kind of, of like in my blood in a way. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, but graveyard, like, no cone. I feel like snow cones are like the hail to like shave ice is like gently falling snow yeah yeah they're sure. just little tiny mm-hmm. crunchy bb's i think ice. a shave ice is more artful than a snow cone yeah yeah, yeah. i i would right. concur i'm glad we settled that okay <laughs> and now now here's a new one which is by the way p.s i don't like either one of these i just <laughs> want you to know in advance okay. keith creamsicle or fudgesicle fudgesicle Okay. Mm. I, mm-hmm. I don't know why. I especially, I think I got sick on a creamsicle once as a kid. Oh, and since then, yeah. the That'll combination of orange and cream curdles the stomach. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, this is kind of East Coast, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. Spumoni okay. or Neapolitan? And do you know what those both are? Oh, yes, I do. I think Spumoni. Um, Spumoni, the classic cherry, pistachio, chocolate, or vanilla. Yeah. And the Neapolitan, for those who don't know, strawberry, chocolate, and vanilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So you, you go, but you're a team Spumoni. Uh, I'm team Spumoni. Yeah. Okay. I this have one, another East Coast one that just occurred to me. I meant to add to mm-hmm. this list. Cookie Puss or Fudgy the Whale? <laughs> oh, Fudgy the Whale. Yeah. Kids <laughs> love Fudgy the Whale and Cookie Puss from Cockerbell Ice Cream. But there's only one for some kids. <laughs> oh, my God. It's Cookie Puss. Oh, you don't know about this, Becky? You know? I don't know about Cookie Puss, which sounds like the latest lesbian bar to hit Seattle. <laughs> Carvel ice cream cakes, Fudgy the Whale was one. No, I know Fudgy the Male. I know that one. I don't know Cookie mm-hmm. Puss. Were you about to say Fudgy the Male? I did. And contrast? I, was, I was. That's the gay male bar version of Cookie Puss. <laughs> Fudgy um, the Male. We could be right next door. Well, yeah. the thing about if, if I if I recall correctly, Cookie Puss was a Fudgy the Whale, but just decorated differently. Oh, that's ch- cheating! Isn't that true? Like it was just turned upside down and decorated like a cat. 
with legs rather than a, a whale with a tail. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know, but your voiceover work is pretty spot oh, on right there. Of my cookie For some reason, they ran those wow. ads on the L.A. stations when I was a kid growing up. And I, yeah, gross. Maybe oh, don't bring in kids after my bar references <laughs> so quickly. Fair enough. Okay, moving on quickly. This one I would have a very hard time deciding between. Root beer float or hot fudge sundae? Hot fudge sundae. Yeah, that one makes me feel sad. I kind of would want root beer float. Because, oh. you know, my, my grandmother, that was her favorite thing. And so I have oh. a deep love for my grandmother like you do. And I feel yeah. like I feel disloyal to not pick them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a crazy question. I, I want you to know that Keith writes these. So this is all okay. Keith. <laughs> if you had an ice cream, had to make an ice cream with onions or olives, which would you choose? They would do onions. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Can you say more? Yeah. I think I think I could work with caramelized onions and make something with that more easily than I could run with an olive. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the, the um, green Castle Voltrano olives, because they're so fruity. So buttery. They're buttery and fruity. Mm. And I wonder if an olive oil Castle Voltrano olive ice cream would actually be quite decent. I was starting to think about that. But I agree. The caramelized onion would be yeah. Very that was my my first thought too. Like a caramelized yeah. onion with like some sort of like creamy cheesy ish. I don't know. But we'll, you know, I'll leave that to the experts. Yeah. So we're not gonna we're not gonna share with our our listeners the video <laughs> of this. But I want everyone to know that when we're giving these questions to Hannah, she looks over to the right upper right area of her. <laughs> That's <laughs> the creative brain. That's where you look when you're thinking of the future, future flavors, <laughs> and creative brain. And you can see her is totally going there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, it's like it's kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> Dick's milkshake or Starbucks frappuccino? Oh, I'd go to Dick's. Yeah. Yes. That's what she said. Okay. Yeah. Last one, I think. And ready for this? This This, this one's mean. This is just mean. Oh, no. (laughs) It's really, really mean. Okay. Ice cream or Mm -hmm. cookie? Oh, ice cream. Oh. Oh, Oh, no. No, ice cream. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, cookies are easier to get to, but I think at the end of the day, I'd. What do you yeah, mean? I get want ice to? cream. <laughs> they're they're just. <laughs> they're, I think they're they're easier to store. They're easier to access, ah. and and much easier to make, for sure. True. True. But True. at the end of the day, my heart wants ice cream. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Can't have an okay. ice cream sandwich without ice cream. No. Otherwise, just got a couple of cookies. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> the sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> well, Hannah, thank you so much for being on Field to Fork with us today. Good luck with Forget Me Not ice cream sandwiches. You're doing really great work so far and can't wait to see where you take it and what's next. Just keep turning out those ice cream sandwiches and we'll keep eating them. And when we see that caramelized onion ice cream sandwich yes. with like with like the, I don't know, chive, basil, mm-hmm. cookie or whatever goes with it. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. I mean, th- thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for giving me something to think about. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, I did not think of caramelized onions before today, but now you've 
put something in there and <laughs> Ooh, I'm not going to stop thinking about it. Um, so yeah, people, people thought I was weird before. I don't think but, you're weird at all. Yeah. And we welcome weirds here on Kings of Four. We also, are thank you. I just want to say also, just thank you for doing something that just makes the world better and happier. Like there's really literally no one who can greet someone like you offering ice cream sandwiches to the world without being happy or putting a smile on their face. So thank you for doing doing that for the world. Well, it's it's my pleasure. I'm I mean, not gonna lie, it is hard work, but it is definitely rewarding, especially when you you get the the instant feedback of somebody taking a bite and smiling instantly or just literally saying Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I I appreciate the opportunity to be here and chatting with you and you're absolutely lovely and this was so much fun so thank you so much for this lovely conversation Like, <laughs> we'll see you at the farmer's markets well thank you so much I look forward to it well that was really fun Hannah is hilarious She's really fun. She seems to really have the right personality to bring joy to the world. Absolutely. Yeah. When she made that little noise about like the (laughs) (laughs) I want to go eat ice cream right now. More ice cream. Let's get out of here and let's go eat some ice cream right now. Okay, let's do it. Okay, bye. Bye. That's it for this episode of Field to Fork. If you like what you heard, make sure you don't miss a moment. Hit that follow button on your podcast player app. And while you're there, you could also leave us a great review. I know you've got it in you. And why stop there? Take a second to share our show with your friends and family. And if you have story ideas for Becky and I to explore together in future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. Drop us a DM on Instagram and Facebook, where our handle on both platforms is at Field to Fork Podcast. Might as well go ahead and follow our socials there too, right? Field to Fork is a Made with Bacon production, all rights reserved. Interviews have been edited for brevity and clarity. I'm Keith Bacon. Thanks for listening.